If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You may know Jackson Pollock, the painter famous for his iconic drip paintings. But what do you know about his wife, artist Lee Krasner? On Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock, the story of the artist who reset the market for American abstract painting, just maybe not the one you're thinking of. Listen to Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. That's what I always say. You always follow the money. Yeah, yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Scott Steen, one of the top experts at Winners and Winers, continues to show why he's one of the best in the business. 17 and 10 run in baseball, last 11 days. He likes to play on the card today, and you get it by texting VSIN to 320 350 3500. Text VSIN 320 350. 3,500. My mistake, I was looking at day and not daily. Daily. Daily goes at 1025. Day goes right now. There you go. Um, but And I also found, I think I, even I said this off air uh, or on air, but uh, seen one and a half over minus 180 at several places tonight. Calgary, Edmonton, first period over. Going to be the same thing? I anticipate a high-scoring series, yes. Doesn't but, have to be 9-6 no, craziness I, that, well, like that. That but. was craziness. But I died between Edmonton's lack of defense and Calgary's how potent they are. Can Mike Smith bounce back? He has it in him. I mean, in his career, he's yeah. done. I mean, what's over- bounce back though? Give up three, four? Can it can it be two two going to the third? That's possible. Yeah. Yeah, I would say. But it that's. Is. I mean, you couldn't get. They they scored what twenty seven goals, whatever it was, against the Kings and still went seven. <laughs> the difference between the Kings and the Flames. My God. Yep. Right, I would say for this game in particular, let's let's say it is tied in the third. You know, pay attention to that uh, in play number for the third period, because if uh, if it's you know five minutes into the third period and it's two two or three three, one of those teams gets a goal. Well, the empty netter is going to be there, and you're going to look at you know a total of either five and a half yeah. or seven and a half that you got to go over, and that's certainly going to be live yeah. at that point. Can't believe how things have switched here in the playoffs. Nineteen and three under run now in the first period. And no, 
both teams to score in the first 20, 20, 20 and two run. 20 of the last 22. It was heavily tilted one way. The third, Bo- all the third periods were going over, too. They were going that over. Stopped. First periods, they were going over. Yep. It was wide open ice. A lot of penalties. That that remains. And again, I brought this up earlier. It hasn't been as bad, though. No, 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 no. Well, we had, what, 14 power plays in one of the games right, right away in the first round? So, but I do think that some of this can be true for tonight with this, well, in the entire series. When you watch Calgary and Edmonton, and everybody pointing this out before the series started anyway, a lot of love lost, don't like each other. And we saw like that hard shot that uh, mm. McDavid took, and you know could see some penalties there. The Luchitz hit, or were yeah. you saying, so? yeah, that, yeah, I didn't yeah. think that was dirty, which was legal in my yeah, opinion. I didn't think there was anything wrong with that. But when you touch the star, that's going to happen. You have to do that. Um, you know, we, you know, the good lines on this show, the the rules always uh, many outs as possible. Shop around, always be shopping. Uh, know the sports book rules. But the other thing, and I'm guilty of this too. You don't want to be prisoner of the moment. But are we getting carried away here now? Boston six and a half in game three. I mean, it's re- really, and m- multiple people, book bookmakers, I think it's going to be over in five. Again, this is the most disrespected one seed going back since the Boonholzer Hawks. The Heat are good. I'm not saying they're going to, I know Hawks and Sixers to get here, but, but still, they went into Boston late in the season with the one seed on the line, won the game. Jimmy's a superstar. It didn't work out. They got embarrassed. Well, okay, so... But six and a half. Here's how the series price flipped. The Celtics were plus yep. 120 in that neighborhood before the game last night. So they went in a blowout. And you could still see plus 330 to win the title. Think about that. Yesterday. Uh-huh. Mm. I grabbed plus 225 when they were up by 30 last night. So I have them okay. 18 to 1 to win the East. And I'm with you. They have 2 to, be- to 1 and plus 225 yeah. to win the whole thing. Oh, sorry. I-, I think they have to be favored against Golden State if that's the matchup. I don't think Even without home court. I don't think they're going to be. But as uh, Er was saying earlier, Aaron Rennie, professional sports better. He actually he said, "Yeah, the Celtics should be a small favorite." Right. Okay. There's a couple ways to look at this though, too. Now they've had to deal with injuries and guys. This Williams is out. Smart's out. Horford protocol. All, you know, in and out guys. But I can say they also had to go seven with Milwaukee and Middleton didn't play. I can throw that out there too. Yeah. And, and blowing big leads. Now, they, now you can say they're the better team. One, hold on to these big leads, but you have to be able to close too. Well, we saw it all from Boston last night, right? That's why I, this number, though, is six and a half. Now it's six here at Circa. At some point, it feels like it's going to be a little bit too high. I think you're right with that. But also, it, it really played out last night how I thought it was going to go in my head in this series, meaning that it's going to be a, a, a game-by-game basis with the Heat players and the others. Like, I don't, you can't count on Struess and Vincent and guys like that to go out there and play and score 15 points apiece every single game. Like, that's not going to happen and then when you have Hero not having a good game, and I don't, I don't, I have no idea what's going on with Bam Adebayo. I, it, it's is it just a terrible matchup? The guy's really good. Uh, but it goes back to Philly though. Once Embiid came back, yeah, it, you're right. He disappeared from that point forward. The guy has done nothing. He's no. been a total no show in this series. He was completely invisible last night, and that's kind of a big deal. On the flip side, with the Celtics, they're just they're so good. And I and I said this before the series, like you can bank on. Multiple players having good games every game for Boston. You can't do that with Miami, in my opinion. Um, like for Boston, Tatum's going to play well pretty much every single night. Brown will more nights than than others. Marcus Smart defensively, you know, was the player of the year on that side, and last night really showed up on the offensive side as his uh, you know first game of the series. But he's actually I can't 
I was never there with this guy offensively. I'm confident when he shoots the ball now from downtown. That's how much improved he is now this year. And it's like you're going to get something from Williams, Horford, the other Williams, and or Pritchard. Like, it's going to be four or five guys to play well every game. Yesterday was absurd. Just Not the amount of threes they made, but also where they were shooting them from and taking them from. I mean, multiple guys with the heat check. I'll try this one. With, with guys in their okay. face. And, and this is to think that you're on a – it was a 60-21 and 21 run wow, that's... after they were down 10 early. A 60-21 to 21 run they outscored them. Right. And you really need that. Like, that's it. You said it yesterday on the show. You can no longer make a case for the largest lead under 17 and a half. That's really pissing me off. I mean, it's just because I was so looking forward to the second round. And, I, I mean, this, this should not happen. Second round conference finals – Game five, six, seven, pivotal, huge games, second round. Deciding series in a blowout city. I mean, again, the Brian Mahoney tweet, who's been on the show many times, versus the Associated Press. The 76ers were the last team to play in a single-digit loss. Well, that's misleading. They haven't played in a week, by the way. That was a nine-point loss, but they were down 18 with four minutes. Yep. This is a joke. What's well, going on? okay. How can we not get a close game? I think the biggest indictment would be the Phoenix Suns, right? Again, a 64-win yes. regular season team goes on the road in the second round of the playoffs, and they basically get blown out every single time. And then in the Game 7 at home, you're down by 30 at halftime. You had 27 points. I mean, that's a terrible look. What does it take to adjust the prop, too? It's still staying at 17.5 at all these places. And early on, you're, you're playing significant Well, what's it going to take for under? you to bet the over? Yeah, right. Huh? I just I can't, I can't get there, even though it keeps happening. I go, we well, can't, two weeks, we can't get a close game? It, it could happen again tonight. Yeah, and, it could, and it's happening early, too. That's the other thing. Oh, you, you, you were dead in the second quarter last Absolutely. night. Absolutely. Of course yeah. I was. Uh, but, again, Dallas is 10-0 and straight up this year off a 20-point loss. Got to be concerned about the Harlem thing that Luka might be sick. Mm-hmm. And the, the shoulder. F- that, too. How about, that, how about the scratch on the face that wasn't called? I know. How do you miss that? Look at the mark on him. It's right there. Tyrion Lannister, his face with the axe. Like, everything is called in this sport. Right, and they miss And I hate it when they miss the obvious stuff. Uh Uh-huh, right. Uh, But, you know, they couldn't make a shot in game one. But now, see, sometimes, can you handle adversity? Golden State, can they handle prosperity, right? The silly turnovers, and now you're up, and everybody, okay, well, this could be a short series. You're 7-0 at home, blowing people out, and now it's like, okay, we expect you to win. And maybe they come out with the stinker tonight. Well, maybe, they, maybe we'll see what you know. Dallas maybe pulls the off the upset. They did that a couple of times against Memphis. Sure, they come out with a stink bomb. Well, they completely phoned in a game and packed it in. Oh, they did, they and they did. had no business winning the, the first game, game without Josh. Of course, they, they should have lost. Four, that they game. should have lost. Mm-hmm. Right, did not play well. Silly so, turnovers, but yeah. they, you have to give Kerr a ton of respect. That is, that's the thing that really pisses me off when people say that. Oh, it's so easy to coach. No, it's not. Yeah. Mark Jackson, Luke Walton, Mike Brown. Mike Brown. It is not. Kerr knows what he's doing. Yeah, so I saw, and I don't really, I don't break down film. There are people who do that for a living. Um, there was one person I, I noticed who said that Kerr is so good, he threw 10 different defensive looks at the Mavericks like right away in that game. Box he, and one. He changed everything up, and it yes. completely threw him for a loop. They're not thinking box and one when mm-hmm. you're thinking, right? But kid, who has improved big time, going back to the, I mean, he was a he was a joke or something. Well, he Milwaukee. was he was a remember, disaster in Milwaukee. Remember, bumped me on purpose, so I spilled the water on the yeah. floor, and again, yeah. we're out of timeouts business. But he he's been great with the adjustments all series long. So I, now I will see what Dallas does, and maybe it's just as simple as let's knock down these open shots. Well, that could be because I think but they're going to be there again tonight. Yeah. So but, again, g- games can look man, it's a snowflake every one of these games. Yeah. But something that will not go away is 
if they go big and killing them on the boards and crashing the offensive boards because Dallas, maybe they change things. I doubt it. But they were last in tempo and refused to uh, push and go up tempo and push off misses. Yep. All right, Paul, you're going to like this. Uh, DraftKings Casino brings you a new era of your favorite games, including blackjack, roulette, slots, plus live dealer table games. And just this week, the DraftKings Casino has paid out some huge uh, wins. Get this. A player bet 20 bucks and won more than $20,000 on Legacy of Oz. That's a good name. Another bet, $5, and won $20,000 on Triple Red Hot 7's free games. A different big winner, bet $7.50 and won $17,000 on Wheel of Fortune Ruby Riches. You ever heard of that game? I'm intrigued. I, not, yeah. I want in. Uh, <laughs> download the DraftKings Casino app today, and new customers can claim a deposit bonus up to $2,000, plus DraftKings is starting you off with up to $50 in free credits just for signing up. So download the DraftKings Casino app and use code VSIN to claim th- uh, this offer. Must be 21 plus for entertainment purposes only. No results guaranteed. See casino.draftkings.com for full details. We have uh, Preakness betting with the GOAT, Jeff Siegel, coming up in about 20 minutes. How do you approach it now this week with Epicenter as the shortest shot on the board? And up next, we'll look back at last night's betting action. We'll run it all down for you in Win Some, Lose Some here on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. On a summer night in Paris, American artist Lee Krasner is drifting off to sleep when the phone rings. On the line, news that her husband, Jackson, is dead. Jackson, as in the painter Jackson Pollock. He might, to this day, be the most mythologized figure in American art. But how much of the story that we've been told about him is just that, a myth? On Death of an Artist Season 2, 
Krasner and Pollock, the story about how the art world changed forever and the story of the artist who reset the market for American abstract painting. Just maybe not the one you're thinking of. Listen to Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Some Lose Some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. Over 350 different ways to bet the playoff games at Bet Rivers in the NHL. How about exact score? Tampa wins 2-1. That was 45-1. to I can't imagine. I mean, St. Louis. Who would think St. Louis would win by three goals? And it was four to one. Please, Lightning Panthers alt under five and a half plus one seventy five. Blues on the reverse puck line, laying a goal and a half five to one. Cash it. Weird game. I saw Colorado seven eighty series price before game two. Yeah, yeah. Weird game. Listless for two periods. Okay. Colorado. I so, give St. Louis credit, but but still, this is total domination. I know they had five posts. But game one goes to overtime, and then they lose at home game two. Down to 350 so, adjusted series price. I went on Denver Radio yesterday with our buddy Nate Kreckman. Uh-huh. We are talking about the game, and he told me that the fans there are even more confident after game one because it was 54 to 25 shots on goal. Right, right. And the overtime, like, 13 nothing. Yeah, and I just thought in the back of my head, I'm and thinking, then, right. uh, don't get too confident. I know. But, We've mm. been this, down this road before. The alt under 5.5 plus 185. And the Blues were plus 210 to win. Everton, 13 to 1 at halftime, down 2 0 against Crystal Palace. They score three times in the second half and secure safety in the Premier League. They've never been, never done that in their history to come back like that. And what a scene. We'll get to that coming up. Villa, Burnley draw plus 250. Chelsea, Leicester City draw plus 380. Boston, four and a half, plus four and a half down to pick. Routed Miami, up 35. A sixty to twenty-one run. I couldn't believe it. Orioles plus one eighty. The Yankees are human. They lost the game in a nineteen and three under run in the NHL first period under. Subscribe. Be part of the team. Beeson.com at Paulie Does Vegas on Instagram. If you want to see all these good videos as well, an eclectic mix as always. I love this one. Look at this one. Otani. 
Babe Ruth, look at this guy. Dog's got the wiffle ball bat in his mouth. With Euchre on the call. And a pitch. And there's a drive. (laughs) And he nails it. I mean, I can't believe the hand-eye coordination. Well, (laughs) with what he has. And he comes in. And he nails it. Uh, it's pretty impressive. It is. Let's be honest. I've never here. seen that before. The dog's waiting. And the, he nails it. The, the, the man knows where to put the ball. And yes. he just the, the timing's perfect on this. Right. <laughs> That's great. Look at this. The dog's waiting for the pool vacuum. Look like, what is it? I got you now. You can't escape now. <laughs> I got you. And they tag it. This time you both get away. They think it's alive. They're coming after the thing. Look at them. Both wait, patiently wait and ready to pounce and go to scorched earth on that thing. And it's like, okay, yeah, on about its way. Yeah, look at this. You, you sent this in. The dog playing Jenga. Dressed up. Right. Knows where to go. Yeah, right. Piece of cake. Quick. Has a game plan. Yes, he does. He grabs another one. Doesn't even use the paws. Goes in there with the mouth. Three, four pieces. I got it. And at the end, put up. Yeah. High five? High five. There High you five. go. And, <laughs> and the, and and the, the bump. bump. That is awesome. He nails it. That is great. And I'm on a good panda video. I want to go through like, oh, I'll get to the panda in a second. Look at this guy hanging out with Frank B, the dog surfing. There's another one. The pro surfer. He's got it too. So smart. Man. The dog getting up there. And the panda videos, they go through life that they have a six-pack in them the whole time. L- look at the panda here that he, he wakes up. Hey, buddy. Hey. How are you, big fella? Uh, you okay? No. I'm trying to trying to you, sleep it off. What What do you got for me? Rolls over. Oh, would you look at this? Oh, okay, cool. I there we go. That's exactly what I needed. All right. Yeah. I was right to town. It's like blue, the French bulldog. They wake him up when he's napping. <laughs> oh, here's some pizza. There you go. Look Hello? At what do you need? Yeah, big guy. Oh, <laughs> Rolls over. <laughs> can barely. I'm telling you, he's like he's uh, half in the bank. Lose some. BTTS. Both teams to score. First period in hockey, no, 20-2 and two run. That's getting up there now, too, though, like the 260 range. But still, it's ridiculous yeah. how that keeps cashing. Just stay away from the Calgary game, and you'll be fine. Lose some. Will Brinson, been on the show many times. A full, full round of applause, full marks to Will. He goes, you know what, I'm going to follow daily around, the whole round, and see what he does in this behavior and what he puts in his body. And he goes, I realized early on, it's like I'm watching a perfect game. Daly had 21 cigarettes, 12 Diet Cokes, six packs of peanut M&Ms, no water, zero. Daly, I hate the taste. I don't drink water. I can absolutely appreciate the dedication here from Will Brinson oh my God. to do that. Again, he opened up a second pack of cigarettes because 20 wasn't enough for him <laughs> during a four and a half round of golf. The Diet Coke's fine. It's hot out there. He uh, likes to get refreshed with the Diet Cokes. Yeah. But sprinkle in a water once in a while. This guy will live until he's 85 years old. Oh, sure. Yep. Yep. And he'll be smoking a cigar on the way out. Yeah, he will. Yep. And this, what a scene. Goddison Park, Everton. Look at this. This is the 85th minute. After they scored to go up 3-2 after being down 2-0, the fans invade the pitch and go crazy, which leads me. And then, of course, all hell breaks loose when the match is over because they're not getting relegated. But it, I was watching these playoffs in League One and League Two. They like the security doesn't even care. Not, not that, I mean, if all those people want to come on the pitch and they work, there's nothing you can do anyways. Well, but it's just I'm watching one. Where's my phone? I'm watching one of the matches the other day, and the fan comes running on. He gets right up next to the manager and he's taking a selfie next yeah. to the guy. Yeah, we got feedback on this earlier saying, "What are you supposed to do when ten thousand people want to run? You can't do anything." Yeah, when they want to go on the pitch, but it's he, like, I mean, okay. but, the, "But still, come on, guys! There's still five minutes." And they started to boo immediately. There's still five minutes right. left in the match. Yep, hasn't been decided. 
Crazy. What happened? One bad beat. Lightning Panthers to tie in regulation. Plus 380. Four seconds left. Good job by Eddie Olchek. He was all over it. Nailed it right away. Why are you, Kucherov can't score from behind the goal? Let Why him are be. you following him? Yes. He leave the front of the net wide open. Bam. And that's your game winner. And what was it? Only the seventh, seventh time that's yeah. I can't believe it's happened that many times. With four seconds or less. Yep. Less. Yep. Win yep. some, lose some. Presented by Bet Rivers. They're doing a great job. Exact score. Goal in the first five, first ten. Both teams to score first period. All that uh, first goal of the game. All the props with the NHL playoffs. Claim your 100% first deposit match bonus now with code 250MATCH. Learn more. BetRivers.com. There's only one game Saturday. Colorado's $1.80 at St. Louis. That's a big number. It is. Mm-hmm. And I think these totals are getting too high, too, on these other three series. Right. I mean, uh, and I cannot believe Florida. Now, I know the Yang- it was this was over 80%. It goes back a, a while ago, though. But the team that was down 0-2 with home ice, and now their season on the line, they're the, usually the better team, and they were sure. 80% to win game three. No, I called it before game one. I've seen enough. It's a, you can't you can't send Florida out to favor. You think Tampa, Tampa wins this year? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Not, not only that. No, you think they win the whole thing again? Uh, yeah, I you think, think they repeat? Yeah, a lot of injuries again last night. Yeah, it doesn't matter. He's too good. Thirty-five saves. Well, the injuries He's too could, good. The injuries eventually could be too much to overcome. Jimmy Crackcorn. Okay, All he's right. a wall. The puck stops here. Get the T-shirts in Tampa. He's too good. 35 uh, saves. Some of the feedback today on the show, ftmadvison.com is the email. This is from Ryan on the uh, on a potential Celtics-Warriors NBA Finals. Uh, Ryan likes Boston, but he says there's no way you can favor a team with not a single player that has NBA Finals experience versus a team with five guys with multiple rings, in my opinion. I, I will say this. For a team that has that much experience and that many rings, they're still too sloppy, in my opinion. I look they, at the Celtics. Yeah. They are buttoned up, man. Well said. The Warriors should not be this sloppy at times. I, I still don't get that. Totally different animal. You're playing this team. Defensively? Mm-hmm. Historically great since January. Yep. And uh, we are getting a ton of feedback. I made this throwaway comment earlier. He asked me about milk, and I said it's underrated. Try a nice, uh, right-out-of-the-oven, hot piece of pizza with a nice cold glass of milk sometime. I can't believe how many people agree with me on this. But also, I'm a little confused because one person on an email said, I was born in, in uh, Italy. It goes great. The spicy food, huh. the spicy herbs, and all the spices go great with the ice-cold milk. Another person said that this is blasphemy uh, coming from an Italian. You would never do that. So I, I don't know what to believe. <laughs> I don't know what to make. But a lot of people are saying that's a great call. you got to okay. try it if you never have. Uh-huh. So. I still like graham crackers and milk. Love it. Eat a, I eat a whole bag. Absolutely. Or, I'm like freaked. I can't believe Greek freak. Oh, I didn't know you could dunk the Oreos, Oreos. in the in the milk. I mean, that that's that was my go-to when I was a fat boy growing up. Can you do you, in the that, 80s? I mean. Is that something that you would do for like lunch still? Oh, well, yeah. Graham crackers I, oh, with milk. Terrible. Oh, my diet, horrendous. Yeah. I mean, that's not the be all end all why I'm a Lamar Jackson sometimes, but I, I'll have like a couple whatchamacallits at twelve o'clock and call it a day. Well, yeah. you're, you're eating Pringles and drinking Mountain Dew at 3 o'clock sure. in the morning. Well, you saw the breakfast, the water and the cheesecake. Yeah. I mean, you, you never see me coming. Odd fella. Uh, golf's second major. Yeah, it's uh, rip-roaring today already in the second round, and Bet Rivers Sportsbook has a great offer for you every day of the tournament. Log on to Bet Rivers, receive a 20% profit boost for the PGA Championship. The field is wide open. Take advantage of this uh, daily profit boost during the PGA Championship at Bet Rivers. 
Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Bet on the Bet Rivers app or go to the website, which, of course, is BetRivers.com. Betting the Preakness with the great Jeff Siegel coming up next. Let's have him look down the betting board, be on the favorite epicenter, and uh, what's his best advice to make money betting this race? We will ask him that and much more coming up here on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The Sports Betting Network. Sign up today with First Bet. Use the code Vegas1000 for an instant $10 free plus up to a $1,000 bonus. Go to vsin.com slash horses for details. vsin.com slash horses. Bet all the races in the Preakness on the First Bet app. And join now by the GOAT, Jeff Siegel, uh, Express Bet Analyst. We'll talk about the Preakness in a second. First, we start with Pimlico, sir. Thanks for getting up early. Appreciate the time. What do you like today? Take it away, please. Well, we got a couple of uh, good races today at Pimlico on the Friday program leading into Preakness tomorrow. And these are two really good stakes races, and they're, they offer good gambling opportunities, I hope, anyway. Uh, the 12th race today at Pimlico is a race called the Pimlico Special. Now, this was a big race about 75 years ago. Uh, in fact, four Triple Crown winners have won it, date back to War Admiral and World Away and Assault and Citation. This was actually the name of the race that Seabiscuit uh, beat War Admiral in that famous match race. Doesn't quite hold that same strength anymore, but from a gambling standpoint, number six, Capo Costello, is six to one, I'm sorry, eight to one in the morning line. And he's an ex-Panama champion. That doesn't make him a great horse in the States, but I think he's going to be good today. He's had a couple of runs at Gulfstream in the winter to kind of get acclimated, and he was second in the stakes race last time out. He's improving, switches to Flavie and Pratt. He liked the extra distance. And uh, I think at 8-1, to one, Capo Costello has got a chance to upset the favorite, who's going to be tough. Number one, Vindictive, that's a top Fletcher-trained colt. So those are the two I like in the Pimlico special. But the main push goes to number six, Capo Costello. At a price. That's the 12th race. And then the 13th race uh, is the uh, Black Eyed Susan. This is the Philly version of the Preakness. And uh, California has a horse in there, California Invader Adair Manor, who is 5 to 2 in the morning line. She is number 10. Uh, she was beaten the neck in the Sandy Oaks last time out as a favorite. But boy, has she trained well since. I think she's had a chance to make amends in this race. Again, 5 to 2 in the morning line. Her previous two races prior to the Sandy Oaks, she won. By a combined 25 lengths, and uh, well, she was disappointing last time out, but uh, I think she's going to bounce back in a big way. So I like the California shipper at number 10, Adair Manor, to win the uh, Black Eyed Susan, the 13th race today at Pimlico. Okay, very good. Let's go to the Preakness, and could it be a walkover for Epicenter? Uh, now that you don't have Rich Strike and you only have a couple horses that ran in the Derby running in the Preakness, give us the picks for the Preakness and tell us about some of these new horses now that didn't run in the Derby that are running here and if they have a chance? Well, they do have a chance, and specifically the one that I'm picking is a goal that did not run in the Kentucky Derby. That's number five, early voting. Now, uh, Epicenter is tough. There's no question about that. He's 6-5 to five on the morning line for a reason. I ran very well in the Kentucky Derby, to be sure. Uh, just worn down in the closing stages when second to Rich Strike. 
Um, but his previous two races were outstanding, and he's a solid horse. He's got a great post. He's going to draft in and get a great stocking trip. I can't knock Epicenter in any way. However, I think early voting has only had three starts. I think he's got a tremendous amount of upside. He's uh, improved in every one of his starts, beating the neck in the Wood Memorial last time out. Skipped the Derby by design. Uh, Chad Brown, the trainer, thought this would be a better spot for him. So I think early voting, who has a chance to uh, make the real lead and maybe go wire to wire, I think he's got a very good chance if they don't police him early. Mm-hmm. I think early voting at 7 to 2 in the morning line has got a very good chance to beat Epicenter. As for other horses, another one, of course, that's going to get a lot of play is the Philly Secret Oath. Winner of the Kentucky Oaks for Dwayne Lucas. She's a closer. I think she's good, really good. I don't know if she's good enough to beat Epicenter or early voting, but I think she can hit the board, and uh, I would give her a chance as well. But for me, the gamble is to try to beat the short prize favorite Epicenter with the up-and-coming, very talented, improving early voting. Number five, again, at 7-2 to two in the Preakness. Okay, does that mean that you're going to be avoiding Epicenter in, uh, in all of the exotics as well? Well, I'm gonna, the main push for me is early voting, okay, yep. uh, in the wind pool. Um, it would be hard for me to uh, imagine Epicenter not finishing in the money and maybe even second. Uh, so uh, I, I guess I could, in formulating a, maybe an exact or a trifecta, certainly put him in there somewhere uh, and maybe even put him on top over early voting, kind of like, like a favor if you wanted to do that, just okay. to try to get him back. But the main, go, main, the main push here is take a stand, go for early voting, hope he makes the lead, which I think he will, and hopefully he keeps on going. Let me ask you this then, Jeff. What is the longest shot on the board this morning uh, that you could actually see maybe hitting the board? That would be number two, creative minister. He is 10 to 1. He's kind of like early voting in the sense that he didn't run in the Kentucky Derby. He's kind of unproven at this level. But he's lightly raced with only three starts. He's won his last two. In fact, won an allowance race on Derby Day at Churchill. Was very impressive and looks like a colt that's going to uh, really appreciate uh, the mile and three sixteenths distance. Now he's going to have to improve, but that's why he's ten to one. And horses do improve, and they are in various stages of development. And Creative Minister is still uh, you know, lightly raced and young, but he's coming. He's an up and comer. I could certainly see him at 10 to 1 or higher. Uh, he finished second, third, and maybe even win it, but uh, I would think that he'd run very well. You've been around horse racing for a long time. How surprised were you with the result of the Derby? And do you agree with this statement that it was good, Rich Strike winning was good for the betting industry, but bad for horse racing? Do you concur with that? No, I don't think so. I, I mean, uh, look, he only got into the race. Uh, it was the morning of the race. I didn't even know he was in the race until late. I didn't do a lot of research on him because I didn't think he was going to run. But in retrospect, he had some things about him that he could like. He was improving. He was deep closer. He certainly got a uh, a good, strong pace uh, scenario to, to, to uh, set things up. I actually think he's a pretty good colt. I, I, he's 80 to 1. I go back to 1971 when, uh, when a Venezuelan horse named... Uh, Canyon Arrow II came up. Nobody thought he could run. Nobody even knew who he was. And he won the Derby. He was part of the mutual field that year, so he wasn't a big prize. But he would have been 80-1 to 1 if, he, if they had betting on, on all the, the uh, 20 horses that they have now. They only had 12 then. Um, and then he came back and won the Preakness. So I don't think uh, uh, Rich Strike was that big of a fluke in retrospect because I think he is a good horse. But unfortunately, I didn't know that before the race. But <laughs> yeah. Evaluating the race afterward, I mean, I've seen some fluky winning, winning Kentucky Derby winners, and I don't think this horse was a fluke. I'm kind of mm-hmm. disappointed that he wasn't in the Preakness because I think he would have run well, even though he would have been like the fourth choice. But 
Uh, bad for racing? No. This is what this is what racing is about. This is what upsets are about. Things happen that you don't expect, and that's what makes it a great sport. Yeah. Okay. Do you know many people who actually had him at eighty to one to win? I know nobody. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, but I again, I you know, I went back and looked at him and said, you know, if I had really paid attention. I might have been able to give him a little bit of a long shot. I wouldn't have picked him to win. A long shot chance. But after he wasn't even in the race until Sunday morning, uh, I'm sorry, Friday morning, uh, the last second he draws in, and he's in the 20 hole, and you just, you, I didn't pay attention. And that's, a, that's my mistake. I would have given him a much better look if I knew he was actually going to run. But by the time he got in the race, my opinions had already been formed, and I just kind of lived with it. And I actually yeah. liked Standen, who was third in that race, and he ran very well. He ran as well as I could hope he could run. It's just he got beat, but that that happens. Yeah, I remember that. When you were on a couple of weeks ago, you made a strong case for Zandon in that race. Uh, you're the best, Jeff. Mm-hmm. Thanks so much for the time. Uh, go get him this weekend. Thanks a lot. Good luck to everybody. Yep. Thanks. There Talk to you in a few weeks. Jeff there Siegel. you go. VEASAN.com yep. slash horses for details. First bet. Use the code VEGAS1000. It's in $10 free plus up to $1,000 bonus. All the plays and everything he likes coming up this weekend. So if you're just tuning in right now, early voting. Yep. Is his bet to win at seven to two? Uh, he made a case for secret oath to hit the board, and uh, you heard it there at the back end. Creative monster ten to one. Minister. Was the, I'm sorry. What did I say? Monster. Uh, cre- creative monster. That might be a better name. Yeah. Creative minister. My apologies. My handwriting. My good lord. Uh, ten to one. The longest shot that he can make a case for to hit the board. <laughs> I did it yesterday. I can't laugh. I did it yesterday. I read like a doctor. My dad was a doctor. Terrible. But uh, I also have everything pulled up in front of me, and I yeah, still wrote it down well, anyway. But yeah. yeah, I couldn't. I'm like, I, I wrote down all the exact score odds at Bet Rivers, and uh, I'm like, was it two thirty to one or two hundred to one on Tampa? One one. You look at it like one one. I'm like, Wait, Dad, what, what does we it got say? There? I got Christ. I can't make that. Yeah. Okay. Terrible. All right. Uh, all right. Very good from Jeff. He's uh, he's spectacular. So uh, Friday night, good night here. Good weekend. What do you think happens in Game Three of uh, Boston and Miami? Six, six right. and a half now. Out You'll there? find out if we'll have a series. Is what'll happen. Yeah, you'll know. They're well said. Way. You'll find out what the ERs nailed it too. I mean, this, but if, if Miami doesn't show anything in Game Three and gets punked after you get humiliated like that, then it might, it might be over in five. Yeah. But uh, I'd love to see. Actually, well, you know, I have the futures on Dallas, but nothing wrong with a Boston Golden State NBA Finals. Just can we get a close game? The other thing, you know, su- Sunday's good with the Premier League. That's how you do it. All ten games, all at the same, same time. time. I'd be shocked that there'd be a big upset though, with what's on the line. Now, good case too with Nigel. Nigel, what, what, he what, said, if, yeah. what if City goes up two 0 early? What happens to Liverpool because they got the Champions League coming up too? Exactly they right. It could be it could be all over. But Saturday night, you just have Colorado and St. Louis. Then you have the triple header on Sunday. That's the other thing. That Tampa game's at ten thirty. That game Sunday, it's a triple header. So the Did you day, at, day hockey and that that could be weird. Another, you can't put up a total that high with, with how, how well uh, the first two games have gone. A six and a half, a six. So, did you look at Lightning to sweep before yeah. it started? Yeah, uh, no, I did not. It, it was uh, seventeen to one. Oh, I was going to guess like 14, 15, 17 to one, huh? Definitely live. Up next, we will get to our in pocket plays coming up. One baseball writer inked. Juan Soto is likely staying put, but some other really big names could be on the move. And based on his story, this proud organization could be essentially selling everybody.
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. On a summer night in Paris, American artist Lee Krasner is drifting off to sleep when the phone rings. On the line, news that her husband, Jackson, is dead. Jackson, as in the painter Jackson Pollock. He might, to this day, be the most mythologized figure in American art. But how much of the story that we've been told about him is just that, a myth? On Death of an Artist, season two, Krasner and Pollock, the story about how the art world changed forever. And the story of the artist who reset the market for American abstract painting. Just maybe not the one you're thinking of. Listen to Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Here we go. Time for our Impacia Plays recapping yesterday's action. 
never a sweat, Pauly. Mets first five minus a half a run. I needed all five innings. I had to have all of it. Oh, all right. They were. Uh, they eventually got that big hit from McNeil. I think the bases were loaded. Crazy game. Yes, it was. Alonzo, the walk-off. But that eventually was, indeed, a winner. Yeah. Very fortunate. I totally admit that. No question. Uh, as for today, uh, look, I mean, it's tough to go against the Yankees. I know they lost yesterday. And Keiko is on the mound today for the White Sox. You're going against Nestor? I'm taking a run and a half. Wow. And that's the, that's another tough part about it. It's actually, my bad, it's minus 103 here at Circa. You get in that neighborhood. Give me the White Sox plus a run and a half, minus 103 today. I will uh, take my take a shot here with this team against lefties. They're 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 damn good, Paulie. They're one of the be- they are basically they have been over the last two or three years the best in baseball. Careful. All right, you just shut them down, King Nestor. Well, I hate to say it, but so did Keuchel. The <laughs> yeah. Yankees said nothing good. against him. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they- It'll be 6-2 Yankees today in the third inning. Never in doubt, Everton, $1.15, beat Palace. Big comeback, and they got me again. Wasn't even Celtics, Heat, largest lead under 17. Please put it on the board again tonight. Please put it on the board. One more time. (laughs) Really? (laughs) They got me again, Suns. Uh, Okay, let's go uh, Sunday morning, at least out here. Lightning, minus 105. I I don't get it. It, it. It's something up here. Cooper said it. Great. What was the line? This series is more about what's between the ears than anything else. Something, was that his sound? Yes. That was his quote? They're 0 of 25 on the power play in the playoffs. They can't solve this guy. And I think they know it's over. So, early wow. start, too. I think Tampa finishes him. It's just, and we might see another three-peat. How about this? Let's go. I think the whole series can be like what happened in game one. Rangers Hurricanes under four and a half, plus two twenty. Okay, let's go after that too. In pocket, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Check out their daily specials posted after noon Eastern. BetRivers.com. All these props up as well. And about, would you be more surprised if it's nine six again or two one in the Calgary game? Over nine and a half goals is five to one. Under five and a half is plus one eighty. Goal in the first ten is minus one eighty. First period over one and a half minus one eighty. Will McDavid score a goal? Yes, plus 130. And they bumped up his shots on goal to four, four, four and, and a half, half now. That's plus a, 130 to score. It's a huge number. Oh, my God. Yep. Let me give you this. So, Nigel Seeley was on earlier. He made a case in this uh, Brighton-West Ham match. They have a lot of goals. If you want to shop around for yeah, alt good. goals in this match, I'm looking at over four and a half plus 490. Over five and a half was 12 to one. If you really want to get nuts, over six and a half is 32 to one. Over seven and a half, you can bet 80 to one. Over eight and a half goals is 100 to one. Can you get like a 5 4 game? Can you get really crazy? He made a really good case for this game to have goals. I hope he tweets out the, uh, the link. He was on a TV show across the pond a long time ago and, and gave out like a 4 f- 4 f- exact. Oh, that's right. Something on the final day. That's right. Paid a monster. And it got ticket. there. Yeah. Uh, also, let me give you this. this they'll, they'll, from, sorry, rest mm-hmm. assured, there'll be one of them. There'll be something that's kooky. Well, for sure. You'll, you'll get, you'll get yeah. a 4-3 or 5-4 or something. This is from John Heyman, longtime Major League Baseball reporter, New York Post. He wrote that the Juan Soto trade is not happening. Scott Boris actually gave him a quote, and oh. that is, forget it. It's not happening. Okay. It but shouldn't. He also 
wrote about like 15 or 20 other players that could be dealt by the deadline. Number one on the board for him is Frankie Montes with the A's. Yeah. And because they, they're going to sell again at the deadline. They will. That's what they do. He points out the Twins, White Sox, Cardinals, and Yankees, among others, linked to Frankie. Yeah. Now, Twins lost Paddock. And then, yeah. Yep. They always use another pitcher. Others on his list. Number two, Xander Bogarts. Yeah. And this is going to be a common theme. Number four on his list, J.D. Martinez. Number five on Heyman's list, Nathan Ivaldi. That's three Red Sox players right there in the top five that could be dealt this year by the deadline. Number three on his list, this is part of the reason why I made a couple of bets on the Reds. One was that under 67 in play at William Hill a couple weeks ago. I thought that they were going to be trading players. He points out that Luis Castillo, and he also says the Giants have uh, been treating the Reds like a farm system over the years. <laughs> They've acquired oh, yeah. Di Sclafani, yep. Alex Wood, Kevin Gossman. I forgot about that one. Johnny Cueto, uh, and now they could be a team that makes a run again at Luis Castillo. Molly on the list? He is on the list. He's yeah, number Molly. six. Pitch, uh, yeah, they won again yesterday. He Jesus. points out Nelson Cruz, number seven on the list, and his, it's a quick okay. write-up, and he says it was a surprise he went to Washington in the first place. So Soto stays home, Cruz could be on the move. Other players, Wilson Contreras, uh, catcher for the Cubs, and Brian Reynolds, Pirates outfielder. But that was, you know, he was thought to be maybe on that list before the season started. Marlins, Mariners, Yankees, Padres, among the teams interested in Brian Reynolds. That was over the winter. So there you go with uh, that list. Heating up. My God, it's almost June. Next thing yeah, you know, I can't we'll believe be it. talking about the Hall of Fame game. Well, yeah, I mean, the NFL soon we're going to be two months. You know, again, that's a pretty good indicator. Come June first, which teams are going to make the playoffs and which teams won't. But at some point here, uh, probably sooner than later, it's going to be a buy time. I think on the Braves, we ran down the Phillies yesterday. I don't know if I can get there with the Phillies or not, but with the Braves, I think I could get there to win. You know, for division, yes, no on the playoffs. Those kind of bets. Well, you got the hangover too with Atlanta. That could, that could go a couple months yeah, too. There's still a lot of. But I know what happened. Team. They did the same thing last year, but this I don't know if they can get out of this one. I would look more at the Phillies than Atlanta to make to catch the Mets. Mm. And the Mets really that those odds change drastically to win the division after the Scherzer news. I can kiss my Scherzer take a goodbye too to lead in wins. And he's out six to eight. That's Jesus, it's tough. That's one thing to lose all these guys, but now you're going right to a brutal part of your schedule. Well, oh god, that's exactly right. Yep. And Still now it gets bad. much more difficult. They were fortunate to get the win yesterday. Only one game I get it, but Alonzo was awesome. But now it's like, isn't it funny the way it works with certain teams in any sport? Like any given year could just be the injury luck is so bad. DeGrom to begin the season, McGill, then Inda Scherzer. And this is probably going to have to be a team now that goes out there and adds somebody. Oh, sure. Before Make the a deadline. Move. Yeah. Well, you have a great owner now. Well, you got a guy who's going for it. Well, he mean, doesn't just, mess around. Yeah, sure. That's how it should be. Mm-hmm. Also in that market. You got the rivalry, and you you want you want the Yankees to steal the headlines, but it's just yep. how, how they're how well both teams are playing in New York. But you you have a real opportunity here because you know they're coming back, so go get somebody. Yep, yep. You got a seven game lead. Close the deal. Get some help. Right. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, game two tonight. Warriors at home to the Mavericks. Again, Kevin Harlan went on a uh, radio station in San Francisco yesterday, and he said that he talked to two different sources, and they said that Luca was up all night after the game on Wednesday, not feeling well. This was yesterday, you know, kind of late morning, early afternoon when Harlan said this. So when two different people told him the same exact news, it's probably accurate. 
Um, so what does that mean for the game tonight? Well, the Warriors, obviously, pretty heavy favorites again tonight in Game 2, and they just they looked awesome in Game 1. We're going to get a close game at all, ever, in the NBA playoffs? No, no, no. Can you imagine? I mean, this is, this is pissing me off. Well, I'll tell you, I mean, it's all about expectations, right? Like, I entering... This season for the NBA playoffs, all these first round matchups were oh, sure. so good. And the second round matchups was, were great on was, paper. Yeah, right. I mean, and look then, at the, look at the, the the last three weeks, two weeks, can be summed up by the Phoenix Dallas series. Absolutely, blowout city. Hmm? But again, you can't count the Philly Miami game six. It was an eighteen point game with four minutes left. We haven't had a close game since Boston Milwaukee at that game five, whatever it yeah. was. I mean, come that on. That was pretty much it. I have. I mean, after last night. I have major concerns about the Heat in this series, and I like Boston I a lot anyway. However, to go from, again, the Celtics plus 120 to win the series yesterday, now to minus 285, did, it, did somebody get hurt for the Heat? I just... I know. What are you going to do with the Bam Adebayo player props now? Oh, it's it. No, just keep doing it. No Bam under, a butler over. Yeah. Yep. We have uh, JT is now tied. Oh, that is no good. That's, Tom Thomas is uh, uh, two under through uh, four. Get off the leaderboard. Yep, McElroy five under. Zalatoris, Italian hoagie four under. Uh, go all right, Gooch with a birdie. Where's Gooch is at? two under, tied oh, for seventh. Let's oh, that's, go. That's very good. No, stay on the leaderboard, please. Lowry, Lowry. All right, there's another one, two under. He's oh. also tied for seventh. Let's rumble. Stay on my leaderboard as well. Very good. All right, McElroy's three to one right now. JT is four to one. Outrageous. Uh, I'll own it if I'm wrong. It is outrageous that this guy is plus 250 to win the tournament. I would agree. Outrageous. Three days to go. He had a one-stroke lead and a couple. Of, that's that's crazy talk to me. This is not Tiger in his prime, folks. Eh, DJ three over. Rom three over. Burger three over. Kepka's ready to go home. Um, and thanks to you, I fired on a John Daly matchup prop plus four dollars against Tiger Woods. You're live. I like it. Four to one. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's the injury thing. The quote, those are money quotes from Tiger. I know. He could just, he could. Talk talk to me when Daly is seven over after three holes today. How are the cigarettes and the Diet Coke? Breakfast of champions. Yes, it is. John Boyd. If you thought there was a sports betting offseason, think again. Our VEASAN sports betting experts are working 24-7 to keep you informed on every sport on the schedule. The over pays the same for a baseball game or a football championship, and our team grinds year-round to help improve your betting night, to help improve your betting night, to help improve your betting night, to help improve... If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You may know Jackson Pollock, the painter famous for his iconic drip paintings. But what do you know about his wife, artist Lee Krasner? On Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock, the story of the artist who reset the market for American abstract painting, just maybe not the one you're thinking of. Listen to Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts.